You're listening to Novel Bound, a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company. Each week, we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life. Welcome back to Nufflebound. I'm Anna. And I'm Celine. And today we're talking about our favorite book relationships slash friendships. Yes. I think it's going to be super fun because, mm-hmm. I mean, no one can imitate our friendship, Anna, but never. they come really close. They could never. <laughs> they could try. No, but what I really love about this, about this like topic is because these relationships and friendships, obviously because they're books, they don't have to be perfect, but it's just something that we had just had a lot of fun talking about. Do we want to just quickly name off the books that we're, that we like, we're not yeah. going to spoil, but we're going to talk about. I mean, it's going to be a little spoiler because we, me. like some of them are relationships. And so we're talking about, yeah. I'm going to be talking about The Nature of Witches, um, The Dark Days Club, and I know you guys will never get tired of hearing about this book, <laughs> The Black Witch. <laughs> We're never going to be over it. We're going to keep talking about it until it becomes internet famous. I'm like, right. I don't care if it's the last thing I do. All right. I'm going to be talking about Illuminate Files, Honeymooners, Honeymooners. Ooh, the Unhoneymooners. Unhoom. Un. Yep. Say the word for me. <laughs> the Inheritance Games, um, Dance of Thieves, The Beautiful, Charlotte Holmes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're going to be talking about some other books that like the relationships didn't work. And I'm going to be like spoiling it big time. Um, yeah. The Raven Boy series. We'll save it for the end. Save and it. that's where we're going because mm-hmm. um, we definitely want to talk about the relationships that didn't work. And we've got The Beautiful Good Girl's Guide to Murder, Black Witch, um, Summer I Turned Pretty, and then Raven Boys. So I'm talking about it. I will I can fight see, like, the light in Celine's eyes of being like uh what the summer turned pretty and I'm like it's okay I'll talk about Yvonne you talk about belly yep, it's fine I will. it'll be fine <laughs> it's or it's going head to head it's on <laughs> okay I think it's because we grew up in the 90s where it's like the Dragon Ball Z the huh? like <laughs> I know what I'm talking about like powering up oh, yeah, like, sound. You know, did you ever wa- okay Remember that video that went viral? I watched this video when I was in like middle school in like the late 2000s, where like the kid trying to go Super Saiyan and he's just in his computer and going, ah, like yelling. <laughs> and it's like a five minute long video. <laughs> We're like three minutes into this and I'm already crying. This is great. We're going to have a great time. I love it. Oh my God. Okay, yeah, but our cold open that we want to do today is we want to talk about our bucket list idea, like our bucket list items. Oh, yeah. You have to start off so I can interrupt you. Go ahead. Okay, well, my top bucket list thing that I've always wanted to do that I really will one day do this is I want to go skydiving so bad. I want to go so, so bad. In fact, there, when I was in college, my communications professor was like, like he taught us a, a lesson one day and he was like, you know, like experiences are made to be had. People are supposed to be living. Like these are, you know, who shapes you. Or those are what shape you as a person, the experiences you have. Yeah. And he's like, and so there's a local um, like business in Ogden, which is where I went to school uh, that does skydiving. And he's like, and I have a discount there. For, so if any of my students want to go, I'll give them a discount. And I like got the information from him. I went to go like sign up and then something came up and I had to fly home and I ended up not being able to do it. But I like, I want to go so bad still to this day. You should go on your birthday. Oh my gosh. I should. You should. That would be be really cool. Oh, or for your guys' anniversary or something. Mm -hmm. That'd be super fun. 
How old am I turning this week? I'm turning 26. You're turning 26. You gotta get your insurance ready to go, girl. I just did that. (laughs) I know. Yeah, that came up quick, huh? That came up quick. I remember being like, Tanner, figure it out because I'm not ready for it. (laughs) Because I'm not ready. You already went through it. Hasn't Jalen already gone through it? How old is Jalen? He is 27. Yeah, he has his own insurance though. Oh, okay. Well, then just. I know he's he's a star among us because I don't. In fact, my dad called me and he was like, "How old are you going to be turning this this August?" He's like 30, and I was like, "Do you even know me?" (laughs) I'm like, "You're I'm like, who am I to you?" Because you're my dad. Am I your daughter? Like, you should know how old I'm turning. This day, I cannot picture you as the youngest. Like, it just doesn't feel like you're the youngest in your family. Like, <laughs> I, I just don't understand. Maybe that's why he was confused. It's because maybe that's why, yeah. I think, though, because I'm the youngest, I, like, was forced to deal with all my family's crap that I'm, like, I'm the oldest now. Emotionally, it's fine. <laughs> Every single one of your siblings just just turned off their – and just threw their phone across the room. <laughs> like, you're not. You're not the oldest, Anna. Love you guys. <laughs> okay so that's an awesome bucket list thing i challenge you to do it before the year's over Mm. i'll try to meet that challenge i feel like that's a that's a doable bucket list that is a doable bucket list i'm like i mean price wise who knows how expensive it is but i 100 bucks every time i talk to Jalen about the fact that i want to do it he's like you're crazy he's like you really are gonna put your life in the hands of someone else and i was like yeah i am i'm gonna do it how many people have died doing skydiving i know i'm probably not gonna look it up because the number's gonna freak me out but Mm. we swim with sharks all the time all the yeah, time without do you follow that uh account on tiktok no. that posts the aerial footage of like how just how close sharks get to people without them realizing send me that immediately also i, I need a list fascinating. of the youtubes that you follow because last night i was having a rough emotional night and i was like Ooh. i just need comfort youtube you texted me girl i can send you all the youtube stuff really should have i should have been like give me your because i like ran out i binged that sewing girl that you sent me and like i literally mm-hmm. like watched all of them because they gave me so much serotonin and then i just ended up watching brooklyn 99 bloopers <laughs> oh. <laughs> i can get that there's this there's this art channel that is like more comedy than anything that i think you find funny that i follow me everything one of my favorite things about our trip to idaho is that i just like learned that one you and i have the same taste in every single type of like medium i guess like tv shows and Mm -hmm. and music or whatever but then also that you have like a a resource of youtube stuff that i'm like i am into the like i'm deep into youtube you guys (laughs) yes 100 percent and pokemon go (laughs) and and pokemon go don't come for me i just got back from st george from go fest and there's actually so much there's a lot of people there controversy in the community that like they didn't release like enough shinies didn't spawn from the legendary pokemon and it's like a big deal right now like people are mad about it there's a whole anyone's curious i did catch two shiny legendaries a shiny ho-oh and a shiny rayquaza (laughs) i'm feeling like a bad bee it's okay (laughs) my gosh i'm gonna tell tanner and he's gonna be like what no and i like i had my um my like rare candies that you can use for any Pokemon and I like power them both up and they're like above 3,000. Dang girl. No, you know. I feel like the gardens of BYU Idaho had so many Pokemon. So many. So many. Why? Place to go. I have no idea but I just remember when it was like really popular like me and Tanner would just like go and like catch them in the garden all the time. This was back when we had like four dollars in our checking account. Right. We had to find some free entertainment. Like, what do we do for fun? <laughs> to be fair we still have four dollars in our checking account. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, so do we. It's okay. It's cool. It's cool. Um, okay, so my bucket list item. I just want to go back to Europe really bad. There's just so uh, many experiences. That is, really my bucket list. that is not something I can really experience in 2021. But, mm-hmm. like, I really want... I used to want to, like, go 
shoot weddings in Europe, but now I don't care about that. I want to shoot the weddings here and then just go to Europe. You and just, just go to Europe and have a good time. Yeah, because let me let me just say, like, let me burst everybody's bubble that being a travel photographer is just the best. It is fun, but like you are traveling and then you're working 24-7. So it is not the same. You don't get to really enjoy yourself as much as you do. No. And so I would just love to go to Europe and there, I want to go to Ireland and I want to like tour that, that like place where I want to like write my book. And I just want to like go walk along the coastline. I'll just casually run into you there. And oh, also in the yes. next three weeks touring Ireland. It's fine. It's fine. Really? Let's talk about our trip together. And your <laughs> multiple trips to Ireland will be taken. One of them oh, is yeah. an unsolving trip, like 100 Oh, heck yeah. Oh, and we're going to go visit the castle where Harry Potter was filmed. Yes. We're going to go to Edinburgh. We're going to do gonna lots go of Harry everywhere. Potter. And it's like, it's going to be a joint tour of Harry Potter mm-hmm. and Austin, just like together. Yep. But and then I really want to hit up Italy. You need to get a freaking Delta Miles card. I know. Oh my gosh. We need to get one for the podcast and then just get- Can I just talk enough out. about it? Maybe I will actually get one. Here's what I've decided. For our next launch, we're going to get one. Well, I don't know if you're allowed, if you want to do this, but like we can get one in your name through Novelbound and then we'll just get you your miles and then we can just go. Oh my gosh. That's such a good idea. Just, you know, make sure that's cool with yourself, but like <laughs> I'll, we'll pay it off immediately. I'm going to get on- Jalen, so I open a credit card. Um, <laughs> here's what it's for. Here's what it's for and it's fine. And now you're going oh, cool. to Europe. It's fine. Honestly, there are benefits to that. I do get free ba- checked bags, so. Yeah. And, and bags are freaking expensive to check. They are so expensive to check. But yeah, no, I really want to do Europe. An activity that I think would be really cool. What's weird about my life is that I am a psychopath. So I decide that I want to do something and then I can't, mm-hmm. or like I think about something and I will put it off for a long time, but I will just, but you'll never forget about it. I will never, it will keep coming back. That's why we have a podcast right now. Nope. That's why I'm a wedding photographer. I like, feel like I'm living a lot of my bucket list items, but, um, I would one day, it would be really freaking cool. And this is like putting it out into the universe kind of thing. It would be freaking cool to see my book at Barnes and Noble. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be psycho? I like, want that for you so bad too. I want that for you, Anna. I think it'd be so fun. One day. I'm like 98 pages in and I'm like, this is crap, but someday it won't be crap. It'll be great. It won't be crap. <laughs> no, I think it would be super fun to like, to like do that. I don't really yeah, want. Yeah, that's else. wild. It doesn't even have to be like a fan. Like, I don't care about the publishers or the fans uh-huh. or anything like that. I literally just think it would be cool. Just even to go I- to Barnes and Nobles and walk I'm gonna, in. I'm going to print out my own book. <laughs> put it on the shelf. And then just put it on the shelf. Who's going to be like, what's up? I'm not going to know. Who's gonna know? Who's gonna know? It's fine. Oh my gosh, so funny. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a destination. Um, I've always wanted to go to the Treehouse Hotel. It, I think it's in like Oregon or Washington. Oh yeah. It's from the guy who had the TV show on like Animal Planet. Um, and it's so nice. Like it's done so well. It's so bougie. And I just I have always wanted to go and stay there. I just think that that would be so, and it's like, it's something that's totally doable. I don't know why I haven't done it yet, but that's definitely a destination I've always wanted to go to. I'm one of those people, I think 2020 really taught me. And like a couple years ago, I almost lost my mom. And for me, I'm like, you just do it. Like you just do the thing. Life passes by so quickly, like so quickly. And so if you can like save up for it and just do it, I'm like, oh, my family and I, or my sister, and my mom and then my two other aunts were going to meet in New York City next month. And I'm 
so excited to just like spend time with them and get to know my sister and my aunts and my mom without kids and all those things like just a collection of women just getting to know each other I'm very excited about that and I do want to go to Harry Potter world view yeah that's coming up we're so excited for it we would kill it there I don't even know what would you do what is when you imagine Harry Potter world what do you even imagine oh my gosh me and the perfect like uh it, like the name is Disney bounding but I, we're not oh, gonna have plaid skirts so like yeah, me in a plaid skirt with a hoodie on, with a faux collar underneath of it. Yes. With a yes. wand in my hand, my hair is curled, walking up to like walking down the streets of Hogsmeade up to Hog like the castle. <laughs> yeah, that's what I picture. The I think we need to get matching skirts and we need to do it. Nobody else is around but us. No one else. It's an empty park completely. Yep. <laughs> we did get the early tickets for an hour. Good. So it'll be so it'll fun. Be a good time. I like cannot wait for it. We bought tickets six months ago for this. Yeah, we did. It was crazy. I'm excited. We're bringing our husbands. We are. Probably good for them. <laughs> they're around. <laughs> they're probably, they're all probably for themselves too. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So yeah, besides that, so you're going to go jump out of a plane. Mm-hmm. I'm going to um, jump out of a plane and parachute down into Harry Potter world. That's like the. <laughs> wow. Love that. I said it all together. I love that. Okay. Okay. So let's get into our relationships. So do you want to start first? Yeah. Okay. So the first one I wanted to talk about was um, Clara and Sang from The Nature of Witches, which this is kind of going to be a little bit of spoilers. No, it is, this, it is going to be spoilers because this is like the end game relationship. I won't tell you how they get together or like the plot really of the book, if that makes you feel better. Yeah, it's on the back of the book. It's like some sweet, wonderful boy. And I'm like, oh, that's right. him. That's him. It's fun. Anyway, the reason I like that, so Clara is an Everwitch, and I think I've even talked about this before, but Clara is an Everwitch, um, and so she has a connection to all the seasons, and Sang is a Spring Witch, um, and so he just has a connection to Spring. So anyways, he comes in to help her train, like she really hasn't mastered her powers yet, and the reason I like their relationship so much is because he is so supportive of her, and he's really the first person ever to tell her not to apologize for who she is like to tell her not to be sorry for who she is like he's like a lot of things happen and she's like I'm so sorry like if I wasn't the way that I am like this would be different and he's like why are you apologizing and he's like you didn't choose this life like you were this you were born into this and he's like don't ever apologize for who you are and he's like own it accept it and he like stands up for her when other people don't and he pushes her to be her best like like he doesn't let her get away with dumb crap and the first time that they have, like, this is just, like, a little sneak, but the first time they have, like, a really good moment together is, like, mm-hmm. maybe halfway through the book. Mm-hmm. They're, like, in a fight. And so she is, like, mad at him. And, like, they're literally, like, just wrestling on the ground. And she's, like, you're being so annoying. And he's, like, you're being so annoying. And he's, like, why are you acting this way? It's so funny. And, like, her oh. magic touches his magic and, like, like it, they collide in a way that it's never done before and like basically like all these trees and flowers like bloom around them but it's like winter so this shouldn't be happening and so he's like did you just feel that and he's like I felt it. and she's like I felt it too and it was just this like really cute moment between them that I loved reading and it was funny oh, because that. they were both being brass about it like the fight was hilarious <laughs> I want to read that now. Like, I'm so glad you actually talked about it in Spodal because this actually yeah, piques my interest. Uh-huh. Oh, we love it. Okay, so I'm just going to mention Jason Causey because we have talked about Dance of Thieves a lot, but I just really love the way that they support each other. So that's just my throw in. 
Um, but I want to talk about unhoneymooners, and this is not about like I feel like this episode is not about fav like not perfect, perfect relationships. It's just because- fun ones that were very fun to read. I just really love like what the way that she talks and the way that oh they like gosh. go. Oh my gosh, their banter and like was so funny. <laughs> so her name is Olive, and his name is um, what's his name? Ethan, yeah, Ethan? yeah. So it's Olive and Ethan, and they're forced to go on this trip together to Hawaii, and like they both don't like. You. Well, Olive more than anything doesn't like him because she thinks that he doesn't like her, but like he, yeah. I'm I'm stealing. You gotta talk about it. <laughs> No, girl, I'm fine with it. Honestly, I'm like, take it, girl, yeah, take like, it. I'll interrupt so you anyway. Things that is like, like she's not very confident in herself, but she like will wear this bathing suit, and he's like, you really are gonna come out looking like that? And she's like, what? You don't think I look hot? And he's like, all of you know you look hot. And she's like, did he just say you know they look hot? Like, what does that mean? What does he say? like stuff like that? Is there, it's just so guilty pleasure. What makes it so fun is that okay, so they're for they have good reasoning for why they went on the trip. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was fun in such a fun unique way and then when they're on the trip they have reasons where they have to be forced to like be together so like his ex-girlfriend, like, shows, up. Yeah, his yeah. ex-girlfriend shows up and her boss shows up and I'm like dang this small world on this on this mm-hmm. thing but it's so funny because they have to like pretend to be together my favorite scene okay spoilers spoilers for like a minute and a half mm-hmm. is the like basically proposal scene where like they're in the bathroom and oh they my like gosh, I, the bathroom of doom i loved that scene it was so funny <laughs> we're like, she like falls they like fall into each other no, and they like get on they're naked they went scuba diving or like snorkeling <laughs> and they have to go change but there's one bathroom and the line is super long and the guy's like well you're married you should just go in there together and they're like okay and i even like she even mentioned she's like our butt cheeks are like one inch apart what if they accidentally touch something happens and she slips and then she falls on him and they're like we're naked ah! <laughs> so I like sat up like crying laughing in the middle of the night it was so funny it was so funny and then like after that they were like well we're already been naked together and so like it like eased, it like took their tension off of it uh-huh and like I think that the author wrote really good reasons for why like in the later on in the book like they have like contract you know like what is it conflict but it was yeah. like a good conflict and, and they it- have, they do have good conflict like the story is a lot it, it's not that deep but it goes deeper than what you think it will be yeah and it was so fun and I love her family I love like yeah. how like everybody's family like all of her family members because she's what is it she's is she Colombian Mexican what is she she must be Puerto Rican Puerto Rican Wow, we we're in Colombian. We're gonna get a lot of hate for like hopefully. We I'm so sorry. Don't worry. South it's like American. Some South American, yeah. It's a South American family, and they are just all like in her house, and like everybody's making her food, and everybody's just like involved in their business. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I love that so much. I wish I had family that was like all up in your girl like that. So it just it makes me really happy to read books like where that kind of mm-hmm. happens. Um. So yeah. So I really liked the uh, the unhoneymooners. I thought it was just such a fun relationship. And it was just really cute how they like got it got together and uh-huh. on a smut level it was like probably like what a three? Probably like a three. I would say it's it wasn't really anything bad. Yeah. Five being like Akatar. Four, I don't know what four would be. Like I one know. is like a period drama romance. But, like, Where they like touch hands and they like tangles up her arm. Yeah, with the Darcy hand flags. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so it's probably three, so, like, there's just, I mean, obviously, there's the bathroom of doom, so. There's the bathroom of doom. <laughs> and then, obviously, like, yeah, just read it for yourself. Like, it's super cute. It's super cute. And, like, 
they both get good character development. Ethan ends up being like a pretty fun guy who is like really good, actually. We love him. Mm-hmm. We love him. He's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's like my relationship, like one that I think is super fun. Okay, your turn. Okay, so my next one is I I'm gonna do I think I'm just gonna do the friendship between Lady Helen and Darby totally. from the Darkness I'm Club. So ready for your other one. I was like, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> um from Lady Helen and Darby from the Darkness Club. And I know we've talked about this before, but I just wanna like spotlight them for a moment because their friendship starts out first as like nothing too like you see the friendship grow and blossom and like Darby starts out as Helen's maid. And Helen's, like, not annoying about it either. Like, Darby comes to her asking for help, and Helen's like, well, I, you're my maid, so maybe I can ask questions. She, like, takes her seriously and, like, actually listens to her concerns. And then, like, once their friendship blossoms and Darby becomes her, like, kind of, like, companion in the work that she's doing. Yeah. Like, she takes her concerns very seriously, and they both listen to each other and just support each other and want each other to be happy and kind of call each other out on their bullcrap, too. Like, Darby a lot is, like, okay, Helen, like, I see that you're acting this way. Is there maybe a reason behind it? Like, maybe you should go talk to a certain someone. Yeah. (laughs) You want to read that book again? I know. But, like, just even so, Helen really only has Darby as the constant throughout the whole three books of someone to lean on. And Darby totally, like, what is the word I'm looking for? rises to the occasion like she really rises up to meet her and become her best friend and yeah it's a true like friendship by the end of the book that like they both just love and support each other and want each other to be happy in the best ways yeah which is amazing girls support girls Mm -hmm. yes 100% I think that's super important that like every girl needs a best friend you do oh yeah you do there's so much not gonna be your husband your husband can also be your best friend but you need a girl best friend me both. We we can be your placeholder for a while. We will. Right. We're here for you every Monday. <laughs> or your friends. <laughs> but um, no, I just think like, yeah, I love that. And speaking of which, like, I think that um that relationship is very mirrored in the book that I want to talk about. I just finished it last night. It's called The Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna like, can I get it? I'm just gonna pause for a second. You ready? So it's called The Beautiful. It's by Renee. A H D I E H. A D? Would you say a D? It's D. Yeah, I'd say that. She wrote The Wrath and the Dawn. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. So she's. This, uh, is like an, this book is like an homage to 2000s. It's beautiful. I'm just going to read it. So, um, settle in, settle in. Settle in, settle in. In 1872, New Orleans is a city ruled by the dead. But to 17 year old, wait for it, Celine Rousseau. <laughs> It's my name. Why did I read this book? Um, New Orleans is a safe haven after she's forced to flee her life as a dressmaker in Paris. Taken in by the sisters of the Ursuline convent in the middle of carnival season, Celine is quickly enraptured by the vibrant city from its music to its fancy forays and even its danger. She becomes embroiled in the city's glitzy underworld known as Le Corps de Lyons after catching the eye of the group's enigmatic leader, Sebastian Saint-Germain. Jermaine, sorry. When the body of one of the girls from the convent is found in Sebastian's own lair, the second dead girl to turn up in recent weeks, Celine battles her attraction to Sebastian and suspicions about his guilt, along with the shame of her own horrible secret. After a third murder, New Orleans becomes gripped by the terror of a serial killer out on the loose, one who has now set Celine in his sights. 
As the murderer stalks her, Selene finally takes matters into her own hands, only to find herself caught in the midst of an age-old feud between the darkest creatures of the night, where the price of forbidden love is her life. Mm-hmm. That sounds super fun. It is. So, I like, wonder why you picked it. I wonder why you picked that book. I There's several reasons. Like, one, I've never seen my name in print, ever. <laughs> like, good luck trying to get my name on a license plate thing. Like, nope, never happened. So when I saw, like, my own name on the back, I was like, well, how often does this happen? Like, come on. But really, like, I came for that, and I stayed for the fact that it's set in, like, eight, the 1870s, New Orleans, Paris, lots of French vibes, and, um... And also vampires, <laughs> like vampire love story. F yeah, let's go. Love that. But um, what I just think was so crazy. So the way that this author writes is just so beautiful. Like I have never, well, no, she writes very similar to Stephanie from Carnival. So if you read that series, I think you'll enjoy it. It's like a lot more surface level than Carnival, even though Carnival's pretty surface level itself. Same level as like the selection. So like nothing like mm-hmm. too crazy. But the oh, the imagery is so beautiful. Like. I was sitting there like next to Tanner and I was like, I'm so hungry now. He's like, why? And I was like, let me just read you a passage in this book. And the way that she like, um, the way that she describes food is just like absolutely incredible. I'm literally going to like grab, um, find it, find it. It's worth it. It really is worth it. She's going to describe food right now. Right. Nope. They're gambling. It's beautiful. Oh, here it is. Okay. Yep, I'm ready. The food smelled familiar, the same sense of butter and wine, the same perfume as margarine, thyme, and rosemary that Celine had grown up enjoying in Paris. But something else filtered through the air, spices she could not readily identify. They plagued her, tantalized her, intoxicated her. The newly uncovered plates of Limoges porcelain held fillets of sole resting atop beds of fragrant rice, finished with a sauce similar to Bière Blanc, but with a twist of roasted tomatoes and a hint of sweet herbs. To the right of the flaky fish sat a tureen of palms de terre souffles. The delicately puffed potatoes were served alongside an intricate pyramid of roasted asparagus smothered in truffle port sauce, then garnished with slender shavings of cured meat. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. So, like, the way that that. So the way that she describes food is very similar to the way that she describes like New Orleans and like relationships and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So I will say, um, I feel like I loved that. And she has this best friend named Pippa. So Celine has this like really dark secret and it's really cool because there is a description, like Celine is a religious person. Um, I think she's Catholic and she has some demons of her own and that she's running from. That's why she came from Paris to New Orleans and she like hates herself very thoroughly like she's like I am not the same she's trying to run from this life trying to make her new life and she has met Pippa on the boat there and Pippa also has like her own things that she's running from and um Pippa like it's crazy how much she'd mirror like Celine will just be hating herself and then like moments later Pippa is like I don't know what you're going through but I just believe that you I want you to know that I've, I've gotten to know you as a person and that you deserve forgiveness. You, you can, oh yeah. Like the person that you are, like God would forgive you. Like, she's like, I don't know what you've done. And I just think like Pippa just really like lifts her up and, um, they have obviously like they do the dark night of the soul. So they have like falling out since like that, but Pippa doesn't leave her side. Like she's, I'm here for you. I'm there for you. I know that best friend. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just think like, it's really beautiful. And the confidence in that Pippa has where like, she doesn't need Celine's like constant affirmations to stay her friend or like, to like, you know what I mean? Like she really is there for thick and thin. So honestly, I think that was my favorite friendship. I almost loved it. Their friendship more than like the romance in it where I'm just like, Mm -hmm. like that Pippa and her friendship felt more real to me than like the like forbidden sexy vampire romance. Like I was like, ah, whatever. But like, I loved the friendship and I loved the world. So that's what I got. Fun. I, I like that. It. Again, we stand the like supportive female friendships in both. Yes. You should be so happy when your friends like are mm-hmm. successful. And if you're not, it's usually a reflection of something that you feel amiss in your life and mm-hmm. that you just gotta work on that. And then you'll feel happy for your friends. Exactly. So girl, read this book. I'm I'm gonna send it to you. Do it. Send it to me. Because really, I'm so excited to read the second one because it was like, okay, it was pretty good. And then at the end, like all this crap happened and like all this new information was revealed. And I was like, oh, I cannot wait for like the second book. Like everything got turned on its head and I'm like, what the F is Mm going to happen? So I'm excited for second book. Fun, fun, fun. It's called The Damned. (laughs) The Damned. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I'm going to talk about Lauren and Luke and we won't spend too much time on them because I know that we're beating a dead horse. I know you guys, but come on when it's this good, how can you not talk about it more? I am here representing it. I don't care if this is the Blackwood show. It's, it's right. who we are. It's just that a Lauren and not even just, I mean, a Lauren kind of, but like, it's really more Lucas, Lucas. So obviously spoiler. Um, well, I don't know. The end of the series doesn't happen. So we don't know who's going to number two, but can you imagine? I would be upset. <laughs> right. Okay. So major, major spoilers for the Shadow Wand. I'm about to say no that. one, no one. If you like, you need to like skip like major at least spoilers. five minutes. At least five minutes. Go. Yep. Even more into major spoilers. So, um, Alorn and Lucas have to get married in the Shadow Wand to like continue this ruse that like they're trying to infiltrate from the inside out or like she's just trying to be protected she was also forced to she it wasn't because it wasn't due to choice it wasn't forced but it was like but they were like we have to go through with this Mm -hmm. in order to like she can't run away in order to be safe in order to not that they were either mad about it but so lauren has figured out she's a black witch at this point and so I mean, like, she isn't oh. telling Lucas yet. And so, like, finally, in a show of like trust, she like tells him, she's like, It's me, Lucas. It's me. I'm the Black Witch. And he's like, Oh my God. Well, gosh. she wasn't, she also wasn't able to tell him by purpose. It was because all these assassins were trying to kill her. And he's, like, and he's like kissing her, and he can tell from her magic. He's like, You have become so much stronger. What is happening? And she's like, Well, you see. You see here. And he's like, You couldn't have told me that. Like, I know, really? literally, the whole series, really, the entire series so far has been a Lauren trying to figure things out, getting into a mess, and Lucas being like, all right, I will get you out of this. I will get you out of this, babe. Could you but tell like, me a little more? Thanks. This is yep. great. Oh, but the way Lucas saves the day is like a way that I don't mind. Like, I'm like, could could everybody else just take a note? This is how you save the freaking day while still exactly. her. Thank you. Like, Well, and even just like, they're, they had to have a friendship form. I mean, like, the attraction was always there. But they really didn't have a friendship. Made out within the first like ten minutes of knowing each other, it was crazy. It was crazy. (laughs) But she like didn't accept him, and she she didn't like accept him. Yeah, so like they really had to form a friendship first, and she had to be like, okay, well, where are your alliances? Like, I just can't be giving my heart freely. And Lucas just wants to support her, and he is like one of the only persons in Lauren's life who doesn't let her make excuses for who, like, for the things that she does or who she is. Or he's like. 
okay, so you don't have, like, you can't wield a wand. He's like, figure something else out. Like, the, like you are a strong person. I yes. see this inside of you. Like, I'm going to help you bring this out and become like the warrior person I know that you're meant to be. Yeah. Because to be fair, she is weak through like a mm-hmm. lot of the books. Like she is one of my favorite imperfect characters because in the yeah. first book, like she doesn't even, she still to this day has not been able to wield her freaking powers through a wand. Mm-hmm. Like to this day, the most basic thing. It would be catastrophic if she does. And so like once she figured out she can, she's like, well, I can't really rely on this right now. And she has just been waiting for everybody else to save her. But Lucas is the one that's like, no, pull your crap together. Pull your crap together. Mm-hmm. He says so many things to her that are just so empowerful. And I just, I like can't, I just love the way that he makes her strong and the way mm-hmm. that he protects her. And my heart is racing and I have to stop talking about it in order yeah. to just stay faithful to my husband. So we- <laughs> I'm going to move on. We stand Lucas. We stand Lucas. We love him. Okay. So. I just want to say that Charlotte Holmes and Watson Holmes and Watson are is like the most fascinating, crazy relationship I've ever like been so consumed by in my entire life. And I feel like I need to stand on the platform and just tell everybody to read this book series it's, and then and we, immediately like, tell me what they think. We haven't talked a lot about it on the podcast, and I think that's because we are planning to do like a recap episode we of are? this book. Okay. Yeah. I'm so into it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we need to do that soon because I've read and, like, five it's books. It's not even just their relationship. It's just their friendship, really. That That's is- why, yeah, it's not even in the relationship category. Uh-huh. It's in the friendship category because, wow. Mm-hmm. The, like, friend, they, like, waver between, like, toxic and, like, so good for each other. Toxic oh, and so good for they each other. They really do, they really do toe that line a lot. Like, a both- lot. Terrible people, but wonderful people, but, like, terrible. And it's because... Mm-hmm like of the way that what happened to them in their past and in their lives and stuff and the way that charlotte's brain works and the way that holmes's brains work why can't Je- what is his name james john jamie jamie yeah james. jamie okay there we go jamie walton i was like wow i'm going off about this book and i can't remember the main character's name but no jamie and charlotte are fascinating and amazing and if you're looking for like a crazy if you just want to like lose yourself for several days and go on a trip with your best friend and completely not be able Literally. to talk to her for like a week because you're reading this yeah. series and pull your hair out and be so mad at them but then be like oh they're gonna figure it out like they're <sighs> they are just so like their relationship is one of the most realistic relationships yes. i've read in a book like friendship wise yeah because they both do things that just piss the other one off that they're like why would you do that and they're like but i had to put you first and they're like no like it's not really about putting me first like you need to talk to me and we need to talk to each other and figure things out before you make rast like Charlotte is the queen of making rash decisions and wow there are so many times that I just want to like take her out of this book and like shake her shoulders and be like why why and also I feel like what I thought was really cool is that they both like change and become better for each other they really do both go through so much character development they both like grow and like it was so fun to see them before and then it's so fun to see them after i need to read the fourth one there is a fourth book that i think is supposed to just be like a fun read that like we went through so much of the thick of it that we owe it to ourselves to read the fourth we gotta read it i want to treat myself to that i have it on my ipad maybe that's what i'm gonna do tonight i'm just gonna read i support that i'm in the middle of a historical romance book that i've spent the past two months reading but i keep falling asleep throughout it and it's like every i love that you do that i love that you do that i never like it's not interesting enough for me to just like really get through it but it's like oh yeah i'm just gonna end my day in victorian england every night Mm -hmm. 
Um, okay, relationships that didn't work. This is a spoiler zone for The Beautiful, Good Girl's Guide to Murder, Black Witch, Summer, I Turn Pretty, and Raven Boys. If you don't want, we are, we have no control yeah. over this. So, like, we're going to go off. So, if you have not read those books, come back later. Come back go. later. We're going to go off. Okay. Do you want me to go? Yes. Okay. I The first one that I want to talk about is the Summer I Turn Pretty series. <laughs> I because I... I have a freaking bone to pick. <laughs> I've got a bone to pick. To be fair, I recommended that series before I had read the last book. You did. That's true. All and I think, like, people do read the last book and they're like, no, it ties it up beautifully. And like, it, like, it makes everything make sense. And I'm like, no, I feel so manipulated and like lied to by the author. I can't even, ugh. okay. I did, let's get into the why I feel this way. Okay. Go off, Anna. <laughs> Right, the main character, her name is Belly, and every summer she goes to this beach called Cousins, and she goes with another family. Honey, this is a spoiler-filled thing. They already know the plot. They already they know are, it. They already know the plot. If yeah, they're okay. here. They already know. Okay, okay, okay. You can just so go. Belly, all her life, has been in love with Conrad, which is the older brother, and like she's always, even she gets like a little. We know. Fling. We know, Anna. We know. <laughs> I'm just talking about my grievances, okay? She gets a little summer fling, and still throughout the summer fling, she's like, but Conrad, but no he one compares to Conrad. Yes. And I thought it was pretty weird how, like, when she was comforting him, she just started kissing him. <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. That okay. So here's where my grievances really start, okay? And he teased her and like bullied her and like yeah. Her. Savannah, the mother, he knew dies. And it's tried like honestly, that part was beautifully written. The way that she wrote grief, like I loved Savannah's storyline. I thought that it was, that it was beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Cried like eight times. It's fine. But then, like, out of nowhere, Belly and Conrad start like this weird secret relationship where it's like a comfort thing. And it's not over the summer, so they're like meeting each other over winter, and you don't even get to experience it. You just read about it at the beginning of the second book. Yes. And you, like, so you're not months. you're not given this relationship that you've been waiting the whole first book for, all yeah. of Bailey's life for, and then he breaks it off with her before the book really begins. So it's all flashbacks, and then she's like, I don't understand why he's doing this, what's happening, and then he goes missing. And Jeremy, who also has always liked Belly, um, is kind of coming around. And so at the end of the second book, Jeremy kisses Belly out of nowhere, and Belly's like, you know what? I think I'm gonna roll with this, and just kisses him back. And Conrad sees, and she's like, Yep, I'm with Jeremy now. And it makes no sense. But I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm committed. I'm going to stick with Jeremy and Belly. Like, Conrad has not proven that he's going to be good to her or good for her. You know, Jeremy has been there for her. He's messaging her, like, and he's calling her and he's showing up for her. And then the third book starts and it's two years later and they're getting married. Uh, no. And then Jeremy cheats on Belly and then proposes to her and she says yes. And I was As a way to apologize. He's like, I'm so sorry, Belly. Will you marry me? Yeah. Like, I didn't just like, cheat on her. He freaking effed a girl in a hotel room all night. Yep. Um, on a trip because they were on a break, but it wasn't really a break at all. He yeah. just broke up with her basically so he could go Stick to this trip girl. and cheat. Yeah. And so I like Jeremy would never, the Jeremy from the first two books would never have done anything like that. And so it just felt so out of character that it was unbelievable. And Conrad, and then, would, why, did he, why didn't he take her to prom? Why didn't, why was he Why didn't Conrad prom? take, yeah, right? No why didn't Conrad dip out? Like it's, ugh. and so, 
And I know in the third book you read it from Conrad's perspective and it ends with Conrad and Bailey, but I'm like, no, it's too Disclaimer, unbelievable. Anna did not actually finish this book. She just read spoilers on the yeah. internet. So she doesn't truly have a full understanding, but I do respect nope. it. Going. No closure. I don't want closure because it's dumb. <laughs> Keep going, Anna. <laughs> but it's just so unbelievable. And the characters were put in situations that like they would never have done in the first two books that I like started being like, I don't feel... Like, I'm not being rewarded as a reader. This doesn't feel like I'm not happy in the world that they're in. Yeah. Like, this feels unnecessary. And Belly's being irrational. Like, I feel like she's had no character development from when she started out at 15 years old. She's still acting like a 15-year-old, making dumb, irrational decisions. And so I just, yeah, I had to DNF it. The relationships were just too unrealistic. They weren't, the characters weren't true to themselves. It's definitely meant, it's like Gossip Girl-esque in terms of- yeah. Like, it's very similar to Gossip Girl in terms of, like, the, you know, like, everyone in Gossip Girl, like, ends up with each other randomly, and you're like, what? I don't understand. Like, when did this happen and this happen? Right. And so, like, I think that's what happened is it's beautiful and it's super fascinating and I love the escapism and so that, but it's 100% not plausible. So, like, in respect to, like, our standards of writing, we can't Mm -hmm. ever, like, blow it up. But I will say, I do wish we had more so like belly and um jeremiah don't end up together and so she ends up with conrad and they end up getting married way later on in the future but you and you're given one, one page of it you're given one page of them eloping and jk rowling gave us seven <laughs> yeah i'm like okay i to be honest i'm like the payoff wasn't even worth it and like i will say this like the writing was beautiful and the way she described like her descriptions were pretty and especially the first book, I, I love the first book. Like, it, I felt like I was reading about myself when I was younger, going to the beach, and, like, it was so realistic. And so maybe that's why I had such a problem with the third book being, like, no, never. hmm I think that in – if you could come up – so I wish that they had given us more of Conrad writing Belly and mm-hmm. getting more stuff, and I wish that they hadn't assassinated Jeremiah's character like that. But after it everything that so he so unlikable. Had- like, he was almost irredeemable. He was, and I think, like, it was just so weird to have him, like, grown. Maybe, so, the it's coming out as a TV series, and I think, like, they rewrote a little bit of the, of To All the Boys. Like, they made it different in some ways. Yeah. And so, I'm, I'm hoping that they get to do that again. Do the same thing. But I, they really got to give us some, something with Conrad, because there just wasn't, like, I was like, well, why is she in love with him? Now, in the last book, you get to understand, like, Conrad then. And, like, my friend Taylor, who's come on the podcast before, she was, like, it's kind of an allegory for how people, when they deal with grief and, like, how, like, when you deal with it, when you don't. Because Conrad really deals with his grief in the second book. And mm-hmm. Jeremiah kind of, like, jokes about it and takes care of everybody. But he never breaks down. And so, um, but it's crazy. There's some twists and turns. It's really fascinating. It's very much, like, if you enjoyed Gossip Girl, you would. And it's funny because it's like, it's a guilty pleasure. Even then, like the mom is dying. And the mom dies and you're into the thick of it with belly and you're crying and you're like, no, Savannah. Like I felt so many emotions. Like if they would have just made it a story about the mom dying and them all coming together, like it would have been good enough. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, like it just needs, like, I don't understand. This is why love triangles don't work. This is why love triangles don't work. And I'm interested to see how Lori Forrest Lori Forrest, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Yep. Lori Forrest literally had to like kill off, probably, but not really. We know that mm-hmm. on so that so that Aloran can go be with can Luke. Lucas. And so now that spoiler again, Lucas is taken. 
What are you going to do to us, Lori? She's well, married now, and she doesn't have any guarantee that Lucas is dead. I'm just all I'm saying. And if yeah. she doesn't, Lauren's dead. Or that I will say this. Alive, I don't like the cheating trope. I no. don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. So I, I really hope that Lauren doesn't put us through that. Oh, that's going to be so painful for Yvonne, mm-hmm. but that's going to twist it and make the prophecy come true. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Do you want to talk about uh, Insta Love? <laughs> I'm like, I'm too heated about the summer intern pretty. Okay. Heated. So I will say the beautiful. So um, in this book that I love, mm-hmm. it has two love interests. Two. Wow. Okay. And one is this like tall, dark vampire with a crazy past and a crew of ruffians. And mm-hmm. a, he's literally Kaz Brecker. That's the best way I can describe him. Okay. So he's Kaz Brecker. And she is, oh my gosh. This is like such a guilty pleasure book for what? Like the way they're like, you're too beautiful, Madame, whatever. Everybody's falling for mm-hmm. her. I was like, dang, Celine, you're so hot. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> It was great. It was great for the main character to be named Celine, and everyone keeps calling her beautiful in the book. They're like, Celine, you're so beautiful. I'm like, I am, thank you. But there is a detective that's investigating the book, and he's kind of like the ground, he's the Ben Wyatt. Very okay. similar to his personality. And so you have Kaz Brecker and Ben Wyatt in one book, right? Oh my gosh. It's crazy. And so he's trying, Mike, his name's Michael. Like he's trying to help her, but he's also like kind of there's this really cute scene where his grand she's like being she's like under police custody and they're trying to like protect her it's not like she's in trouble but they're trying to protect her and she's just been like waiting for days in like in this like tiny little like room with like a bed in it and like michael's been trying to bring her stuff but like whatever and this his grandmother like bursts through the door and she's like oh my gosh and she like makes her food and like teases them all about like they're like instant love whatever this is not the the main the main love interest the like otp pairing here like this is like the side character right the one that she's like oh i wish i could love you but i can't like Uh you know what i mean and um like you meet his grandmother and she's just like so dang sweet and she's like feeding her and then he's like oh my gosh this is gonna kill you so he like she's like you need to figure out how to woo those girls and they're all talking about it knowing that she's talking about celine and he's kind of knowing he's saying it talking about celine everybody knows it but they're not saying and celine's just being polite and she's like well like you know if you had to you could like write you know she's like well if you want to woo a girl you got to write poems or whatever just like joking back and he's like what kind of poems she's like well i like shakespeare for example and then he wrote her like a shakespearean poem oh my gosh and I'm like and so but she's like Bastion Bastion's everything blah 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 and I'm like but you have Mikel who's got a grandmother (laughs) I'm going for the guy with his grandma I don't know why (laughs) I mean I don't think that he had the fact that he has a grandma is a huge character trait of his (laughs) you should see him with his grandmother it's really cute Anna oh okay I need to read this book my love interest is Ben Wyatt so it's fine I'm Leslie no who else am I supposed to be with I know honestly true so um but I just I felt like Bastion's like I actually laughed like when I saw their first like meet up and like mm-hmm. when they first like met they had like this like oh blah 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 they're like back into his face and he's like I immediately knew then I wanted to kiss her because she was sassy back to me and I was like oh like kill me this is so dumb <laughs> and then like they finally have this moment which like to be fair like you try writing the scene where they uh where they like meet up because like I'm trying to do that right now with my like uh, love interest and I'm just like gosh this sucks I hate this like yeah, how do you it's, hard, it's harder than you think mm-hmm. so I feel like I'm like I'm giving the author her credit but I'm just like man I like Michael's like 
introduction. I like the way that he, mm-hmm. he like at first tries to seduce him so she can get what he wants. And he like calls her out for everyone. He was like, you're a very beautiful woman, Celine, but you need to like stop acting like that. And she's like, okay. And so- Oh my gosh, I love that. I love when characters do that. I know. I can't read, wait to read the second book. I'm so excited for it. So anyways, so um, Bast- the whole story is about them and it's all like forbidden love and like, it's so exciting. But like, I need Bastion to like mm-hmm. not be- He's just so tall, dark, and, like, looming, and he has this yeah. crippled past, and I'm like, give me real stuff, come on. Right, like. yeah. I think I'm slowly, like, I still, my house is shaky. Do you have an earthquake? No, I don't think so. That was so weird. I'm sorry. I saw it, like, too. I was like, you good, girl? Yeah. <laughs> Freaky. Um, hold on, we have to pause. Because there are, can you hear it? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just think that, like, I love um, the, like, enemies to lovers trope. And I think it's so fun. But I think I'm ready to read good friends to lovers. Like PETA. Not PETA. Yeah. What is well, Peter not from, PETA? Peter from uh, Princess Academy. Yeah. That's what I'm literally yeah. basing my main character mm-hmm. off. Like, he's Peter. I haven't read too many good friends to lovers. In fact, it's been a long time since I've read it and liked <gasps> it. So if you've at, if you've read if you're listening to this and you've and you're in the spoiler zone, um, and you've read some friends to lovers, send us our way. Cause yeah, we, seriously. Because I'm like I'm ready for like the person who's realistic who like I don't know. I'm just ready for more realistic things. Not that I want that realistic. Like I don't want it to be like, and then I worked a nine to five job and you know, life is like rose colored tinted as you think, but you know. Yeah, no, in the beautiful, like literally her life is like in danger and someone is literally offering her a way out. They're like, we will take you wherever you want to go. Do you want to like, all you have to do is just like leave bat boy behind and then like you can go live in New York and you'll have your own apartment Mm -hmm. and it'll be super nice. And she's like- no, never. this boy that I've known for five days is just like everything to me, and what we have is special. And I was like, Bleh! like things like, yep, it's things like that where I'm like, uh, girl, I'm like, you danced once, like, calm down. <laughs> when, fact, when they were like together, like they were almost together physically, and I was like, really, girl, you're gonna give it up for that? Like, really? Like you've talked really? three times, like, stop. <laughs> Literally, oh my gosh, putting into words because I, so I'm, I started this book called Bloodleaf, um, and I put it on your Instagram, and. So far, I really like it, and I thought at first it was going to be enemies to lovers, and then I thought, well, maybe it'll be friends to lovers, and now I think it's going to be enemies to lovers again. I'm like, I'm still excited to read it. The main character is in the throes of life right now, which you guys know I love, so, so far it's hitting all the marks for me, but I like, I- loves pain. I just want someone to meet my main character, and let's just like, love and support her. Like, she's really had a hard life, and so I just want someone to be like, you know, become her friend and teach her how to be confident in herself. And, yeah. you know, like, train her up and – which an enemy, I guess, could do, but I'd okay. mm. Um, Let's – I really want to briefly – I need to leave in 10 minutes to pick up my kid. So okay. let me burp into this microphone. Hold on. <laughs> okay, perfect. So um, let's do Good Girls Guide to Murder really quick, and then we'll end with Blue and Gamesy. Yeah. So Good Girls Guide to Murder, I'm just going to say it real quick. I did not feel like the romance was necessary. Like I didn't I, either. I kind of agree with you. Like, it was kind of a nice touch. Yeah. But it felt like a lot of the book was focused on her figuring out these clues and what to do next. And like, we didn't have enough moments of like lingering eye contact or like yeah. he put his hand on my back. Like there wasn't enough moments or of a conversation up. that wasn't about murder. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, and like, they had them, but they just, she didn't let us see them have them. She'd be like, yeah, we've been texting or we went out and hung out until midnight. But like we, as the reader, never got to read that. So the relationship just never felt. Yeah. So when they like kissed at the ceremony at the end, I was like, well, that was unnecessary. I didn't need that. Yeah, like I wasn't rooting for it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Like it wasn't something that was like, I didn't think it was necessary. I actually would have loved it if they got together in the second book and then they had more time together. Yeah. I think that would have been really sweet of like us like pitting for them. But I wasn't, I was more rooting for her not to get murdered herself. That was more what I was like, Mm -hmm. I was like justice for her dog, you know? So like, I, I just didn't need it. I've never not needed a romance in a book before but it just wasn't necessary that was the one yeah there was already so much going on that like yeah even the reveal to me was like this is insane it was crazy it was so good I will say um I really liked her friends but like there just wasn't a lot of scenes with her friends either it was just really just her trying to solve this murder yeah exactly like I never really got to meet her friends yeah except for them every like 20 pages they'd be like hey you don't hang out with this anymore Yep. And it just like, like yep, I don't. And like moves I've just on. Been busy trying to do something. Yeah, it's like it was just like it. It would just find like honestly, I was like, get to the murder. Like if if she'd mm-hmm. given us scenes of them just hanging out, I'd be like, eh, whatever. But like, I, I didn't care. So I mean, it was. I would recommend Good Girl's Guide to Murder anytime. It is a really so. good book. Yeah. I, I just thought it was unnecessary. Okay, mm-hmm. and then let's end with Blue and Gainsey. Okay, I just feel really strongly. This about- is Raven Boys spoilers, and we are going to go off. Go. Yeah. Um, there's two relationships that I think both of them came out of nowhere a little bit. Yeah. But I'm only going to talk about Bloom Gainsey. Um, and I was like Maggie, who is the author, her writing is super fun and lyrical and like, even just an example of her writing, like it's trying so hard, like in a good way, like that. I'm not trying to say that to be not nice, but, um, can you hear this? Okay, so I will say um, Maggie Steve Otter, who is the author, like her writing is really lyrical. It's really good. And like here, but it's just trying so hard. And like, it's a little hard to understand, I think, because she's putting so many prose and so many metaphors and and so many deep meanings behind her words. Like here's an example of um, one of the quotes from the books. My words are, are, my words are unerring tools of destruction and I've come unequipped with the ability to disarm them. So like, it's a lot of reading like that, like, I have no visual understanding of the way that the house works or the world works because it's so lyrical that I like could not it's tell you. It's so confusing where. and it's so, and it's not even like, that there's a lot of world building. What's not real? What's real and what's not real? Yeah, I've there's just thought. a lot of fantastical aspects that aren't worked out enough, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to be understandable. And, and to be so, positive. I've never seen someone create a world like her. Like, holy crap. It was insane. It was so the most unique world I've ever read. And like, and I did really do, like, I did enjoy the series, but like, even just the final battle felt weird and I was confused as to what was happening. I never and finished then, it. Well, throughout the whole four books, throughout the whole four books. I read the first three. I have no It's like, it's like the very beginning. I even think part of the like back page cover is that, um, where is it? Every year, Blue Sergeant stands next to um, her clairvoyant mother as the soon-to-be-dead walk past. Blue herself never sees them, not until this year when a boy emerges from the dark and speaks directly to her. And, like, Blue, her whole life has... Oh, wait, here we go. There are only two reasons a non-seer would see a spirit on St. Mark's Eve, Navi said. Either you're his true love or you killed him. And so, like, that is... Gainsey. And so Blue sees Gainsey, and so she's like, well, I'm destined 
to either be his true love or I'm destined to kill him. And so, like, you know that this relationship is has to at some point be nurtured and it has to happen, but, like, it never really happens. I think there's, like, yes. two or three moments. Oh, I completely – I think that's why I gave up because, like, I was so excited to see her in Gainesy. There's so much, like, going for them. She has, like, relationships with other people, but not him. Not him. And then everything happens. The battle happens. It's super confusing. And you're given this, like, epilogue of, like, Blue and Gainsey being like, we're together now. We're going to go on a road trip across the United States with this other side character that had, like, not really a lot of importance going with them for some reason. Oh, my gosh. And so it's just, like, it felt so not right. Like, it almost unfinished. And I even remember reading a lot of reviews of being like, that last book was very confusing it ended in a weird way and the characters got together and it didn't really make sense to me and just yeah so just all the couples in this book just didn't make sense to me and I feel like they kind of came out of nowhere yes yeah it was fascinating like the the storytelling and stuff and I loved it for that and like I would recommend it to people like in the beginning but like I feel like it took way too long for her and Gainsey to even oh my god anything because and then they never really did what yeah, well, it was glacial speeds. Like, and, like, was, I don't mind the slow one time like, you see them kiss is, like, they're at a party somewhere and they're on a staircase and then she leaves early and, like, it's super weird. Yes, 100%. In fact, she has more on-screen time with a gay man than, like, like dating a gay boy yeah. than, like, dating Gainsey. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, it, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And like, she has I more makeouts with a ghost. She has more makeouts with a ghost than the boy she's supposed to be with. Than the actual boy she's supposed to be with. Literally, yeah. And so I just fell a little flat. I think that Maggie just spent too much time trying to build up the fantastical aspects of the world. She didn't give her characters enough depth of, like... Yeah. Oh, and the twists were crazy. Well, also, I feel like Ronan and... Was it Adam? Is that who... Ronan and Adam were, like, a, they... So... I don't mind them getting together, but they took over. I don't the mind them getting together at all. But like Adam starts to book off as like he's very confident in the fact that he likes Blue and he knows what he likes. And so then just like just to have him suddenly turn around and start liking Adam and then Adam oh, to be gay and you didn't know it. And like I don't care if there's a gay character. Like I really don't care if there's a gay character yeah. in the book. Fine. I just feel like their relationship individually just felt like, just like suddenly they too. were together. I feel like they hinted towards it because Ronan was finding himself attracted to Adam. So like I could see mm-hmm. it from him. But Adam, like his perspective, I was like, is he going with this because Blue has rejected him? Or is he going with this? Like there just wasn't enough from there his There wasn't enough reason. Like suddenly Blue rejected him and then he was like, wait, but Adam. And it's like, it just- Ronan, yeah. Or Ronan, sorry. Or, and it, he like, he wasn't really noticing him before that. And he was just looking yeah. at him as, as a friend. And so it just felt I also- super random. Here's my thing too, is like, how can you spend your entire life being best friends with this dude and then suddenly be attracted to him? Yeah. I like right. can't fathom that. But that's the yeah. only thing I will say, Ronan is probably the coolest character I have ever read in my life. He was really cool. And he had a lot, like he go, he went through it, I think more than any other character. Yes. And like his life story was fascinating and stuff like that. But I almost wish they had created like, I'm down if he had like a dude that he got with but like it was just so weird that it went to adam i was like what like this is so random i was like this is and like and suddenly it went from being like all about blue to trying to be with gaining to being like adam being with ronan and i was like justify it it's like chandler and monica taking over friends which i love chandler and monica together but it was like originally the ross and rachel show and then now suddenly it's chandler and it just felt weird like it felt like a distraction 
yeah i don't know i mean i haven't read that series since i was a since i was 19 so almost seven years ago six years ago so i read it not too long ago and like i remember loving loving the first book and being like this world is so unique and the world building like i'm so excited to see this and just each book i read i was like really confused but i'm gonna stick with it oh yeah and I i was like the ending wasn't good the battle wasn't good it felt rushed and fat like for a four book series lead up the ending happened like that and it just Oh my gosh. I mean, I could never write an ending to a book. So like pros to any author for doing that. Yeah. I just wish True. that it hadn't been, you have to give the author, the, the reader something. Like if you're going to have a premise where like the first page, she's like the boy she might love or might kill. And then suddenly like, that's it. That's all you get. So yeah. So it's just weird. Crazy. But anyways, the series overall was really good. And I thought that like the storyline was interesting. It's just in terms of the relationship. Aspect. I wish I had read it knowing these things. Mm-hmm. That's what I wish I had had. But anyways, okay. Um, if you guys want to hear more of this, you can join our Patreon. We have lots of extra yeah. episodes um, for you guys. Lots of behind the scenes content, and we're gonna be posting a bunch of stuff this next. I actually, it'll be out when this episode is there. We have a bonus episode and a couple of videos of Anna and I going through um, Barnes and Noble and like yeah. all the books that we love and stuff like that. We're be picking out books that we like want each other to other read. read. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know. Picked out already. I just need to go film it. I like read the beautiful specifically so I could see if I like liked it for you. But now I've just do that, so I need to go read another. I need book. to find me a new one. I have one that I'm not going to tell you anything about, but I think that you're going to really like it. I'm very excited that I'm going to do the same for you. Yeah. But I'm going to read it first in preparation. Well, I, should probably, I should probably read your book first, huh? I hadn't read the one I picked out. <laughs> I'm gonna we're gonna secretly read another book and then like not tell each other about it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, you guys are awesome. Um, we are so grateful for you. And we're almost ten thousand followers. And when we hit to ten thousand followers, we have a huge giveaway planned. Mm-hmm. And other than that, we'll yeah. see you guys next week. We love you. Talk to you. We love you. Bye. Bye.